I've done everything that was possible to keep you, but now you want to be. Baby, please don't go. You don't want to what? You don't want to what, Quincy? I don't want to anger Logic. We're both light skin. I can't. <laughs> I can't buy it. <laughs> Oh, wait. Actually, Davin, I want you to lead with that story. But let me go ahead and get this started. First of all, everyone uh, (laughs) listening, please excuse any of the noise you might hear in the background. For some reason, the people near me, uh, they want to drill into the concrete near their house. If someone in L.A. can explain to me what what that accomplishes, I'd love to know. But anyways, this is the end with Adam. Um, I'm here with my two favorite people on the planet, actually. And I can Ooh. say that without without being ironic at all. These are the two people that I've known for the longest in my in my life. This is Davin Baxter, who did an episode with us earlier. Um, if anyone wants to check that out, it's called Globe Trotting with Davin Baxter. And we got Love Quincy that. Forbes, Quincy, who um, we have tried to do like three episodes, and I've either fucking dropped the ball or the recording didn't work. But he's finally on with us. How you doing, Quincy? What's up? Chill on, man. Thanks for having me. Really, of course. <laughs> for literally the third time and the first time for the listeners. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, um, I'm super excited about this because, I mean, let's be honest. We all three of us have not talked to each other at once, like without, you know, at least in, in, in vocal form. We've texted like in group shit, right? But yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. Like you can go years and feel like you're connected to someone, but it's like, when was the last time I actually physically saw this human? Like, do I, do I even know? That, sorry, I, I just got uh, disconnected. I was going to say, do I even know that I'm really talking to Quincy? You know, like how <laughs> long has it been since we've since we've talked? You know, or since we've seen each other? I think the last time. It was it was definitely when we went to New York City. Remember? No, well, yeah, that was a great time. That had to have been 2017, I want to say. That was no, no, that was 2016. That was the last time. Um, we, like actually. Came yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That was the summer. That was summer 16. That was Drake's summer 16. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Davin, I've seen you like last year. You came to San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Wasn't that crazy being in California? That it was, was crazy weird. crossing the fucking border. <laughs> yeah, uh, why, why, why don't you why do you walk us so through that? Emotional. Yeah, yeah, let's 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 walk through that cuz I I saw it from one angle. Like I saw it from the American angle cuz I was on the other side of the gate. But I was watching these families like reunite, like hug and cry and like under these like, you know, floodlights, like government floodlights in the pitch black of the night in yeah. uh in on the border between California and, and Mexico. It was and like I remember, twelve o'clock, right? It was late. It was, late. It was definitely definitely midnight, definitely past midnight. And I just saw you walking through this sort of like government checkpoint. And that was the first time yeah. I ever really saw like what the edge of the United States looks like, you know? Like the the amount of like military ordinance, like just how much shit is like between us and Mexico, if that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah, no, yeah. Absolutely. What did that look like for you? Uh, I mean, ever since I arrived to Tijuana, everything was a little bit like, okay, uh, what what am I supposed to do here? Like, what's the next step? Because I didn't know how to actually get to the border from the airport. And people were telling me like, yeah, no, you can take a, a, a cab, but it's going to be expensive. You can take the train. It'll be more or less like the same price as the cabs. Uh, Uber, I don't, don't remember how much that was. And uh, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going gonna, gonna to ask a, a cab to take me up like halfway and I'll just walk the rest of the way. So I wouldn't have to pay full price. And, uh, you know, the guy's like telling me, yeah, yeah, there's only one, like really one entrance to get into the United States once you arrive into Tijuana. So he's driving me up there and everything's like uh, really space. It really looks like a desert in a way. Like there's, yeah, like there's a bunch of buildings and stuff where it's like scattered around, but it was like really spacious. Uh-huh. That whole like terrain. And get there, I, I tell him to, yeah, just drop me off right here. And I start walking. A bunch of cars are still like trying to get into, uh, pass into the border or like drop people off. And I get there to the, the checkpoint. And all I, the only thing I had to do was flash my passport. Like the people, like uh, 
the border control officers, like, they didn't even, like, open it up. I literally <laughs> flashed my American passport and they let me through. And they just and let your like, ass through. You have no idea what could be in my suitcase right now. <laughs> I, could, I, could, I could have a child in this there is something. <laughs> there is something very jarring. No, Quincy, this is real because I saw it on the American end, too. There's something very yeah. jarring about going into Mexico and realizing that, like, oh, there's no, there's no border protection. Like, nobody's checking on anything. We, yo, we walked in, no passport. They took our IDs, and they were like, you got to go wait in the other room. And we're sitting there waiting. They're like, okay, gentlemen, you guys can't come into Mexico without your passports, but you can pay a $20 fee, and you can go in without your passports into Tijuana. <laughs> So, but we can't so, guarantee your return. Yeah, yeah. So I went ahead, <laughs> threw, threw the man 40. Me and my mans walked out. And at no point were we checked for anything. At any point did anyone say, are you bringing anything in here that you shouldn't, you know? None Contraband, of that. Contraband, but yeah, no, anything like that. No, and we, these are, we're, yo, I'm a 5'11 black nigga. This dude I was with was a 6'2 black nigga. We were... If someone wanted to check us, they probably could have. Some, no one would have stopped them. You know what I mean? And yeah. nothing happened. I mean, you could have. We could have literally walked through with a kilo of cocaine, and yeah. nothing would have happened. Yeah, yeah. Y'all no one is getting checked. <laughs> it's just no, crazy but- that Mexico is like that. It's very weird. It kind of makes sense, like, how much money is in, like, the whole muling uh, enterprise, like, the people who smuggle shit between Mexico and the U.S., whether it's, like, people or drugs, like, how easy it is for them to do that, especially if you're an American citizen. It's just like, yeah, no one's going to check shit. It's fine. Just walk through. Yeah. You just walk through. It was, like, a Friday it, night. Like, there was yeah, a it doesn't long... matter what Trump's cheat- tweeting. Come on now. No. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> if you want to get something can... done, you can do it. Dude, the blend of, like, southern... California and Mexico is big. It gets very blurred at a certain point. Like you get mm. up to a certain point and like right up to the border past San Diego, like I think it's called like, I don't know what the, name, the fucking name of the area is called, but it's an, it's like a Spanish name too, or like a Mexican Spanish name. And it's like a whole area that's basically Mexico. It's just like, and, and a lot of the people that live there live in Tijuana. They just work in that area. Yeah, they commute, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm forgetting the name of that, that town, but it's crazy how blurred, like, the lines get. I'm sure there's tons of other parts of the country, like Texas and, you know, Arizona and New Mexico, I'm sure, that are probably the same, but... Is it, is it like, Chula Vista? Yeah, Chula Vista. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Chula Vista. Like, it's... That's a Mexican... Like, the, that's a Mexican city. Like, it's just in America. Like, it's a colony. Yeah, like, it's just... <laughs> it's, it's very, very, like, very strange... Um, you know, what's crazy is how much bigger Tijuana is than San Diego, like, uh, driving up into Tijuana, you just see all these lights and you're like, what is that? And you, and <laughs> you realize it's just the outskirts of Tijuana that just go far up into these like mountains that are kind of raised up a little bit from the, like, it's a huge place. Uh, TJ, I've only been to the red light district. Davin, did we get, we didn't go to get prostitutes. Did we? I just nah. told you about it. Yeah. We didn't go do that. <laughs> you yeah. just told me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, remember we were in La Jolla? We were in, like, that really nice coffee shop, and I was just telling you the most fucked up story about me going to Tijuana and, like, buying prostitutes. <laughs> and there was, like, and, like, there was no one else in the coffee shop. It was just, like, they could clearly hear us talking. It was also, um, like, 9 o'clock in the morning, too. Like, people were just starting their days, like, just to get a co- cup of coffee before going to work and walking listen to, like... Listen to me. Two people buying prostitutes in, in Hong Kong. And all- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That was the name of it, the strip club, Hong Kong, right? Or yeah, Hong Kong. Yeah, that, that was. Okay. Yeah, it was called Hong Kong. Yeah, that was the name of the strip club. Um, but uh, but yeah. So moving it to Quincy, Quincy. So yeah. me, you, and Davin grew up in Howard County, Maryland. Davin left in tenth grade, and then. And then what you you started you started selling coke when? <laughs> uh, probably a couple months after Davin left the states. Right. You know. Right. I did, I had to keep the empire going. I remember you telling me specifically it was because you wanted to destroy your community. You were like, it's not really about the money for me. You know, you kind of <laughs> were really into the Joker at the time. You know, the Dark Knight had just come out. Yeah. Uh, you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. It was about that. the message. 
Yeah, it was about the message really more for Quincy. Um, but yeah, dude, we live in a society, bro. (laughs) We live in a society. (laughs) But uh, nah, dude, um, you've always, Quincy, you've kind of always been like the real artist among the three of us. Like you've actually lived like the life of a real, someone that actually makes art. So that's kind of why I was more interested in like your perspective of post dab and leaving you getting into music, stuff like that. Um, what do you, what do you mean though? Like, like, what are you asking? Like you went from being somebody that liked playing guitar to having a band to playing several bands. Yeah. Having several bands. Like you didn't just go, you weren't just somebody that was like, yeah, I like strumming the guitar. There's plenty of people that do. You weren't that guy. You were always trying to make music. So I kind of wanted to, you know, start somewhere with that journey, if you will. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess I, so like what took me from just being like in the basement playing guitar to like actually trying to be in like different projects and stuff was like, I guess like, Because I started playing guitar when I was, like, 13, I think. But I really didn't take it seriously for, like, the next two years, you know? You were playing, yeah, you were playing guitar as eighth grade. Eighth grade you were playing. Oh, yeah. Dude, I I totally forgot. Yeah, I I remember he had his, you had your trombone in fifth grade, right? Or was that sixth? And then you ended up getting a guitar, I think, in, like, sixth or seventh grade or something. Yeah, so that guitar was actually my mom's guitar. And I was just, oh, like, okay. fucking around on it. Yeah, because she, she used to play guitar, and then she was, like, trying to get back into it. But she didn't really have the time, so that guitar that she had just kind of, like, sat around in the living room, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah, and um, I just started, like, I picked it up, and I just started messing around with it. And, yeah, I guess you guys are right. It was middle school. I, I don't even know, like. <laughs> I remember going into your basement yeah. probably summer of eighth grade, and you could play chords on your guitar. I remember that. No one else. Yeah. I, I didn't know anybody else that knew how to do that. Yeah, and you could just kind of strum on your on your. I guess it was your mom's guitar. I just assumed it was yours. I didn't know it was yeah. your mom's. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was mine. But um, yeah, no. I think what took me from just like being in the basement playing to like forming bands and stuff was. Do you guys remember like Rex Hubbard? Yeah, I remember Rex. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so like me and me and him were kind of like in the same wow. boat. Like we played music, we really liked music, but we weren't really like in anything. So like, do you guys remember that band Psychedelicacy that he started? That was was that the first one that you guys did in middle school? No, was that like, was uh, Al- Alfredo. No, no, no. Okay, so the first band, the Alfredo. first band I was ever in was that band. Remember Red Scare? That was the name oh. of the band. I didn't. I didn't know that you were in a band at yeah. this point. <laughs> I don't know where I was at this point. I, I don't. I don't, I don't remember the names. You were you were at Hammond Middle School. Okay, okay, okay. But um, yeah, no, it was like me, Alfredo, that kid, Brad Edge, and oh, Raven Coleman Brooks. We started. Yeah, we started like it was just like a generic like random butt rock band. Like we didn't know how to play our instruments that well, so it was just like random and probably didn't sound that good. But yeah, we were called Red Scare because we. I remember we just learned about like communism. <laughs> Right, 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 right. Fucking social studies. That's so a great like, name for a band. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> thanks, thanks. We made a bunch of like dumb. I, it's still on my Facebook too. If you want to look, there's like a bunch of dumb like promotional art that we made. Hell yeah! And it's just like communist iconography. <laughs> just yeah. Like, Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Grade. Yeah, dude. That that shows that you like. That's what I mean when I say, you know, there like there are people I feel like who, um. Who, who who can kind of dip into and out of creative things. And I'd put myself in that category. Like I, I love writing and writing is great. And I do this yeah. podcast, but yeah. I'm not, but I'm not, yeah, I was, yeah, that's great. And all that stuff, but you learned <laughs> a skill, you learned a skill and you carry that skill into an actual, like it manifested itself. If that makes any sense. Like I haven't published a book since I was 15. By the way, audience, I published my first book when I was 15. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> but I haven't done that in it's, it's been 10 years. You went from learning a skill like playing the guitar in your basement to forming bands and like learning how to make a unique sound. And that's so interesting to me. That's so interesting. That's kind of what I'm, what, what I'm trying to get from you, you know? Like how did that happen? Just the desire to create. 
Yeah, or just that sound. Like when I when I heard your band uh, spill, when I heard your EP, it was unique. It had a very specific sound. And yes, it was influenced by bands that we'd heard when we were growing yeah. up. And you know, there's other podcasts we'll do to talk about how much we loved hardcore music, how big hardcore was in Maryland and specifically the Baltimore area. Like we could talk about that, but I, I don't want to get too far into that. But you took that sound and you made Quincy's hardcore sound. You know what I mean? That's kind of why I'm, I'm interested in like, where did that come from? Like, what what was that the result of? Um, I think that was just like the result of just like, because it's like I I feel like when when you're a big when you're a fan of music, obviously it's like you hear like a tune or like a melody, and it's like it it just it, it gets you up in some way, either like you're interested or you want to like dance to it or like it makes you feel happy, it makes you feel sad, you know? Right, right, and, right, like, right, right. You know, like people like, you know, like you, me and Davin, like we've always like gravitated towards music because like it like it means something to us. Like we hear it and it, it sticks with us, you know? Right, of course, yeah. So like I think with me, it was just like, that that feeling of like having a song like be in my head all the time it was like constant you know what i mean yeah yeah like i would hear a song and i'd be like and if i liked it i'd be like obsessed with it i'd be like yo this is so cool i'd be like thinking about it's dope how the drums are playing this beat against this chord progression and like the way that they're like pacing themselves and like just the structure of the song like i think i just kind of like started to think about it so much that it was like i need to try like making my own you know right yeah like you're like analyzing and studying that shit yeah and not even in like an academic sense but just like picking apart different parts of a song so and like when i first got started with music i you know the when i picked up a trombone i was in second grade you know yeah and um trombone was like cool but like everyone has like an instrument that they hear and they gravitate towards it and i guess i just didn't know that it was guitar at the time like i played trombone and i was like okay this is cool but like trombone music didn't really like inspire me you know of course yeah yeah i mean you know you're you're in band you're in concert band at that time yeah i was playing the euphonium yes the same instrument just with valves instead of slides but no, it can be kind of uh, rote. It can be kind of, but it teaches you how to, how to at least understand rhythms, melodies, harmonies, like where you fit into a larger piece of music. I think that's the biggest Definitely. thing that working in the brass section can give you. Yeah, but continue. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like once I started hearing like music, like with guitar, like with electric bass, with like crazy drums in it, it's like you just kind of want to be like when you're already thinking about music all the time, you're like, I want to try that. Like, I want to make the sounds. I want to try to make the sounds that inspire me. You know what I mean? It's like, you want to make it a part of you in order. You feel me? Did you hear me? Yeah. I heard you. Did Adam drop out or something? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Looks no, like, I, I, I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. I, I just couldn't, oh, okay. uh, for whatever reason, I, I couldn't respond. But yeah, no, I, I, I totally see what you mean. And I mean, for you, I'm, I'm more curious. When you started looking for people, right, like that you could say, hey, I can make music with this guy. What were yeah. the signals that someone would give you? To like know that they would be like fun to be in a project with or something. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like when you're putting together Spill, your band, which we'll plug at the end. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can find it on Spotify, uh, Apple, Apple Music, Music, correct? YouTube, yeah. Bandcamp. YouTube, Bandcamp, everything. Band is yeah. called Spill. Your yeah. mom's iPod, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, that's really where you can find it though. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, I want to know. When you were getting ready, maybe this was subconscious or maybe this was conscious, but when you were getting ready to make a band, were you, what were you looking for in the people you wanted to collaborate with? Um, I guess it's like, it's not, I don't really have like a really huge, like, like mental criteria of like, you know, like who I'm trying to play with. Like, I think it boils down more to like, First of all, like, I think they have to, like, want to, like, play live. You know what I mean? Like, they, they have to have they have to want to be able to perform because that's what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like, 
I want to write music and like produce it, but like also like play it with people because that's fun. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm just like looking for people that are willing to like sit down, learn a song, make it really tight, and just like have that drive to like make something that like makes people like feel something. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And like perform it and like be a part of that because like being a and and like you guys know what I'm talking about because because we went to a good amount of shows when we were when we were kids is like when you're at a show and you're listening to music and it's just like well rehearsed well performed you can see that they give a shit about what they're playing because they're into it you know yes that's like awesome that like rush you're feeling and you're like you're at a show with your friends y'all are just like cool and everyone's just having a good time you know yeah people people remember concerts for the rest of their lives like they go to a concert and they're like oh i'll never forget about this Oh yeah! I'll never forget about asking Alexandria. That was yeah. we weren't cool, right. man. That was yeah. That that was yeah. Was so we weren't chilling, hanging out with our friend. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck Quincy's talking about. I was fighting for my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I was riot. What I will riot agree with you. Yeah, that was that was. Listen, I know what to do in a stampede, but <laughs> that's the name of the episode. I know what to do in a stampede, but um, I. I I was so skeptical about metal when I first heard it because, you know, you hear so many things about like, oh, like screamo music, like, oh, that's for white or whatever, you know, whatever. Like there's so Mm. many different things you can hear about it. It's, you know, satanic, whatever, fill in the blanks. Yeah, some emo kids, yeah. Yeah, and there is that. I mean, like I don't like Pierce the Veil. I consider Pierce the Veil like, you know, dumb music. But there are people within that spectrum of sound that are incredible, incredible artists. And um, seeing like Born of Osiris play live was something like what you meant when you or what you said when you uh, were referring to how people rehearse and really understand what they're about to play, Quincy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had never I had never witnessed that. I'd, I'd seen, you know. I've been to a fucking community barbecue where some guy puts an amp up and play, you know, plays with his friends. I've never seen a professional band throw down, let alone Born of Osiris. Yeah, that in, name is crazy. In Rams Head Live, Baltimore, which I'm pretty sure doesn't even exist anymore. I'm pretty sure a lot of these places don't even exist anymore. <laughs> like Sonar? Sonar, Baltimore, uh, yeah. where, where we saw every act imaginable in, during that era of hardcore music doesn't exist anymore. I mean, it's wiped off the map. And, and we but spent. What happened to them? Uh, they ran out of money. I mean, it's just that simple. Like the 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 especially the areas that a lot of these venues were in were getting gentrified, and you know it was better for the people who uh you know owned those properties to sell them. Than to try to like rehab them to keep up with the competition, like they just fucking sold their venues. But mm-hmm. I remember walking into Sonar at sixteen, seventeen, like not knowing, like I could lose a tooth. Like that's I'm signing up for that. Like I'm putting on the fucking, <laughs> you know, the wristband. They're they're putting the X on my hand so that I can't buy alcohol. And yeah. And you're once, going to war. <laughs> and you're going to war. And like, you know, and I and I've said this. I've said this before on other like episodes of the podcast, but like I have a real vendetta against people that want to talk to me about like a rap concert being lit. Like, <laughs> you oh, you saw, you oh, you, saw oh, you saw Travis Scott. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> like, 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 oh, you saw Tyler, the creator and you guys pushed each other around. Like, that's nice. I saw people's teeth. That's sweet. And, That's cute. I, I saw people's gums and their teeth on the ground. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't know. Like, yo, I remember when I wrestled a bear once came out. Do you guys remember this? I wrestled yeah. a bear once came out and their lead singer was like having a mental breakdown in the trailer. Do you guys remember this? <laughs> no, nah, do you remember who took the mic? Do you guys remember who took the microphone? No, nah, uh, what happened? You guys weren't. Come on, Quincy. You had to have been here for this. It was so hard. I don't want to because you're going to say I'm lying if I tell you who took the mic. I wrestled a bear once. Came on to Sonar Baltimore. This had to have been 2010. 
Yeah, I think maybe it was like Ice Jam or something. Ice Jam, something like that. I wrestled a bear once comes out. They're like, yeah, hey, listen, Krista's not coming out. She's like having a thing. So we're just going to play. Yeah, I remember they were like, I remember that. He was like, he was like, yeah, she's being a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? He was like mad at her for some reason. He was like slandering her. He was, he was like, yeah, it was like clearly they had had like a like band breakup moment, but they still had to perform kind of thing, you know? So yeah. they're like, we're just going to do the instrumentals. And they played Taste Like Kevin Bacon. Do you remember who who got up and did the vocals? Didn't you and CJ get up there? I did. I did. The answer is me. I got no up. way. <laughs> I Bro. got on fucking stage. Yes. I was uh, what? I had to been 16. And just did and just did the breakdown for uh, Taste Like Kevin Bacon, and oh then crowd surfed off the stage. I mean, that was like you know, that was the greatest moment of my life. Still, <laughs> but but uh, but no, I mean, we saw so many good acts, man. Like so much good music uh, from those few venues. But um, I kind of want to pivot. I know we we've, we've been talking about music. Do you want to? Is there anything else you want to say, Quincy? Or I kind of want to pivot. Yeah, no, you you go ahead with the pivot, man. All right, let's pivot to Huntington. All oh, right, it's oh two thousand. It's two thousand eight. The month is January. Your knuckles are cold. <laughs> you got an airsoft pistol in your back pocket. Obama was just inaugurated, and Obama just got in the motherfucking White House. Yeah, the 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 mood of the country is changing slowly. <laughs> Now, this was a world I experienced with both you two. This is a world that I, I didn't experience with anybody else. Like, none of my other friends experienced Huntington during its heyday like we did. Can you, you guys lived there. I was a visitor. Can you guys talk about Huntington for a second? Oh, man. Where to begin? Shit was dangerous, bro. I mean, like, you could walk outside. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk outside and you have no idea if this is going to be your last day on earth <laughs> yeah bro the, the Somebody... county streets are unforgiving yeah. <laughs> one of your neighbors what, it could have been anybody bro it could be a neighbor it could be a family member it could have be been the dude the... that it could have been the dude that just helped your mom with her groceries <laughs> yeah. it could have been that guy who was like oh, oh been... <laughs> what's your house oh five five nine nine oh okay yeah I'll, yeah I'll, I'll bring the groceries over there and now they yeah, have it. And now they have the answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's never yeah, he takes no. groceries too. Yeah, and he's gone. Like, <laughs> I mm-hmm. just remember I just remember that one time when uh I don't was it I think it was Adam, maybe Quincy, you were there too. We were at my house just playing uh maybe test drive two or something. And then uh we hear a knock on the door and I go over there to answer it, open it up and it's Tyler Barnes. Yeah, yeah. He, who's now? Just, who's now a marine? Who's now a marine? Yeah, yeah. he's a marine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a marine. He's fighting for no, our country. Hella niggas from our school are just military. No. Oh, so many. Most of them. Most of the worst people we knew are now in the military, murdering people overseas. But anyways, continue. That. <laughs> yeah. So he's right there at the door, and he's already in his like his military drabs or his fucking his fatigues and whatnot. And I'm like, all right, this is uh, a little bit sketchy. But what are you doing, man? How, how, how's life? Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. like, uh, Davin, I, I got to talk to you real quick, man. You should, you should step outside. Like, All right. I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, I'm just got this new McLaren uh, in, in this game and <laughs> just driving around uh, Beezer. You know? I don't really, I don't feel like coming outside. He's like, no, 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 no. You, should, you should step outside. We really need to talk about something. Like, I remember uh, this. I remember yeah, hearing. Like, I remember hearing him ask you the second time. Because I remember we, <laughs> yeah. were playing, we were playing, we were playing the game. And I remember hearing over the game him being like, nah, nah, you should really step outside. Yeah. And then I remember looking over and I just see some sagging <laughs> behind his pants. I remember looking out that door and being like, Davin, you're in trouble. But I could, you can't say anything. You can't yeah. say anything in the moment. Yeah, but continue. Yeah. Yeah. And you couldn't give me like any visual signals or anything. No. I'm trying to keep my eye on him. Like I don't want to yeah. turn my, face, you know, my head and look over in another direction because you don't know what this guy's about to do. It turns out it didn't really matter what I was going to do because this motherfucker is just like, okay, this is it. He pulls out a fucking a Glock 18. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts unloading the fucking fully automatic <laughs> into my fucking chest. And I'm like, oh my God. Let, 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 let's explain to people these are, not, these are not real guns. They're gas-powered airsoft guns. 
Yeah, gas-powered gas powered airsoft guns. Gas-powered airsoft guns. That's what was going on. I have yeah. like uh, after this, I, it looks like I have like a tribal tattoo just marked all across my fucking torso. <laughs> yeah, no, it blows Up you back. I remember the smoke. <laughs> I remember hearing do do do, and I just <laughs> and I just look out, and I remember we just all because we already had the straps out because we. I remember that night before, we were like, I feel like because we played airsoft with them the day before, and like it kind of ended abruptly. You know, we were just mm-hmm. kind of like left and like didn't I think somebody was gonna call the cops and that's why we had to, to end that right game. and we were like yeah we probably can't play airsoft with them for a while but we were just like we still had the guns out because we were like you know they live nearby it's dangerous out there yeah yeah like they live <laughs> nearby never <laughs> yeah so we just had the straps out so i remember seeing hearing the the, the gratas and i remember just <laughs> literally flipping the sleeping bag over taking the co2 canister put snapping it into the pistol and just where all it's it what what happens next, Damon? Yeah, so I try to slam the door, <laughs> but Tyler doesn't care. He literally breaks into my house. I'm running back upstairs to my to my bed because under the bed is where I have my my fucking armory. Yeah, that's where the actual straps were. Was underneath yeah. the bed. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the arsenal right there. So I'm running right. upstairs and he opens the door. My front fucking door open, mm-hmm. and he comes into my kitchen right, and he starts uploading at Adam and Quincy. Mm-hmm. They're like ducking behind the couches and you know doing whatever the fuck they need to do to get out of that. Yo, so he's like I just shooting. started duck. I just started ducking. <laughs> I remember. I remember putting Quincy in front of me at a certain point. I was like, "Yo, Q, <laughs> you might you might need to take a couple of these hits for a second. <laughs> it's no, your he's <laughs> literally unloading clips in my fucking living room all across the like there are shots ricocheting off the walls. Like, yeah, it's just breaking. Exploding. Yeah, it's <laughs> breaking. It looks like it looks like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Like, yeah, it really did. It really. It did, looks like man. the last scene, one of the last scenes, in, in Django. It really. <laughs> That's did, what actually. it looked like. Yeah. So I run upstairs and I pick up like a, an M4, or so maybe it was an AK. I don't remember. It was. I got the banana clip. Yeah, you took you took something out with a dummy clip. All I remember was the <laughs> clip was stupid. The clip just looked looked absolutely retarded. I, I don't remember what kind of gun it was though. With the yeah. laser beam round. Yeah, shit, yeah. With the spaghetti round. Yeah, with the. Yo, 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 finish the story, finish the story. So I'm spraying down from, like, the top of my staircase. And Tyler Barnes runs outside of my house again. I run downstairs, I shut the door, and then uh, we go over into the living room. In my living room, I have, like, a giant sliding glass door. So we open that shit up, and then Lawrence, like, one of Tyler's, like, really good friends at the time, Mm -hmm. he's in my back, uh, in, like, the backyard area. And on the backyard, there's a hill. And this motherfucker has like a fifty caliber sniper rifle. Some, some, yeah, something crazy. He's just like perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <Watch yeah>. <laughs> Sniper rifle. Like he had been there. He'd probably been there waiting for us to open up that door for probably probably a good fifteen minutes. It was all a trap. I mean, we yeah. were getting shot at. Like we were this actually was, getting this shot. This was orchestrated. Yeah, this yeah. was planned for. Yeah, this was an entire operation for them. Yeah. See, I open up the door and then I see the laser mm-hmm. beam on my on my cheek. And I'm like, <laughs> nah. Nah, and <laughs> I dive mm-hmm. out of the way, mm-hmm. and then we pull. Uh, I think we, like we we move the couch over to like a yes. little barricade right there, right? Yeah. And then yep, as yep. we're like, yeah, we're in the middle of like a, a, a like not a dog fight. What, what what are they called? Like a uh, standoff. Like a fucking like tactical, standoff. standoff. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just, everybody had in. guns pointed. Everybody had guns pointed at everybody. There was just smoke <laughs> everywhere. There was I could just smell the CO two gas in the air. Somebody yeah. was about to get lit the fuck up. <laughs> I didn't know who it was going to be, but it was not going to be me. Do you remember that, Quincy? I, we were just, it didn't matter. I, I vaguely someone, remember this. Someone was getting sprayed on. Like, I was just like, listen, I got a full clip with a full CO2 canister. Somebody's getting put down. I don't care. Like, <laughs> nah, Quincy. I, even if it's Davin, even if Davin gets in the way. Nobody's hitting me with this. Like I was like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but but then yeah, but then you have to remember this story because the what how this whole thing concluded was we're literally shooting at each other, right? And then my mom (laughs) walks through the fucking door. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! In the middle of us, like gunning, like busting (laughs) shots, like unloading clips, like it's smoky. The house is smoky, and she literally is like coming home from like a long day's work, and then just like. Like what happens, Dad? 
Oh man, she gets she's she's beyond livid. I'm not even sure if there's a word in the English dictionary to describe how much. Oh, I'll, be, I'll be right back. Okay, okay, so, yeah, yeah. Continue. Like, Davin, what in the fuck is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler and Lauren see this. Yeah, from out from their perspective, right? And they just they just pack up their bags and they run away. Like, they do. We have to stay and deal with the aftermath of that. And I, I really don't want to get into that part of the story. <laughs> Dude, that was just like, nah. No, that was, uh, that was, that was wild. We actually got smoked. Like, what I'm saying, we actually had to fight for our lives mm-hmm. at that moment. We really did. I don't um, think we we're going to make it out of there, bro. I mean, what were we, 14? And we, we, we were made in the dude. I remember people shooting into our, your window and shit. And mm-hmm. like those, like, okay, yeah, they're not bullets, but they hurt really badly and they could take your eye out. And we were, <laughs> we were fucking surrounded. We were fucking surrounded. And we were like 14. I was just ready to just kill everybody. I was like, listen, <laughs> I'm just going to kill. I, like, I was like, there's no teams anymore. <laughs> there's no teams at this point. This is a, this is a free for all. Yeah, it's a free for all now. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, so, I mean, dude, I remember so many days, man. I remember my the highlight of my year was your birthday, Davin, because you knew how to throw a birthday party. Does everybody, <laughs> does everybody remember that? Like, I don't know if Quincy is still here yet. No, Quincy had to stay yeah, out for a second. Back. Oh, okay, he just he's back. Yeah. Yo, you remember Davin's birthday parties on April 21st? Yeah. Do you remember? It would be like P. Diddy would show up, like Dr. <laughs> Bray would be there. Like Mariah Carey would be, it would just be a who's who, you know? It would be crazy. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, what? <laughs> it was just like when we were, you know, when we were fucking, what? We had to have been 14, 13. You just knew how to throw like a kid's birthday party. Like <laughs> your mom would bake like the best cupcakes on planet Earth. We would get like all the junk food we wanted. And you just had Papa to John's get pizza. Papa John's pizza, Taco Bell. I remember one night. Your mom just blessed us. We had Taco Bell and Papa John's one night where it was just like, it was decadent. Like, I felt like I was a Roman <laughs> king. Like, I felt like I was Caligula. Like, I was just I was just ordering people's deaths by the end of the night. It was, but, yo, Quincy, you were just being spoiled at Davin's house. You were just having everything you wanted. Yo, I remember, yeah, I remember your mom used to be like, like walking, walk in your room when we'd be like playing Halo or some shit, and be like, "What, like, what do you guys want to eat today?" Yo, I remember being so happy. Like, you know, we would get we would get Taco Bell. I would get two chalupas and one cheesy gordita crunch. That would be my order every time. Quincy, yeah. what would you get? What would you get? You get somebody would get the Crunchwrap Supreme OD. I think that was me. I was I was definitely fucking with those heavy at the time. <laughs> yo, you, yo, Quincy. I want to I want to get into uh, like later on, like as we got older and like the times you would see me. Because I remember like there was that summer I was living with my dad in DC. Do you remember that summer? Where I was yeah, that was a weird summer, dude. That was a weird, weird time, wasn't that? That was like an. That was like I don't know. I I really hated that summer. That was a bad summer. Yeah, that was a very, like, just, I, I didn't feel like it was real life. I felt like that was, like, some type of, like, training protocol. Yeah, <laughs> no, dude. Like, I just booted that up. Like, I didn't I even. <laughs> dude, I remember you got me Zans. You literally hit me up at, like, 3 in the morning and we're like, yo, uh, this chick uh, said <laughs> if, if I drive her, like, I didn't even have to do anything. I think you were just like, yo, if you just drive with me to go get this chick's, like, prescription refilled. Like, she'll give you Zans. And I remember we were in the car at the CVS. She got her prescription refilled. And I was like, okay, I want, like, 15 million Zans. And she was like, <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to give you, like, two. And I had to, like, basically, like, berate her into giving me three Xanaxes. And I was like, what the fuck? We've been up for, like, I, I remember it was literally, like, four in the morning. And I was like, holy shit. Wait, like, I think you got that story mixed up with something else, I think. No, dude. It was the same. No, no, no. It was when you picked me up from... <laughs> You picked me up from D.C., where, where my dad lived. We went, like, super late at night. Like, you picked me up at probably 11 o'clock at night, and I didn't get back to my house at prob- until probably, like, 3 or 4 in the morning. We went and we picked up some girl that you knew. I thought we were at that party. Which party? What party? There was, like some, there was, like, some party over in, like, 
where like reservoir kids lived i'm pretty sure and like i remember like sharif and like humphrey were there or something wait or what just, no, wait is this the same summer? no 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 you're tripping nuts because that was not the same summer i humphrey was gone by at the end of high school i never saw humphrey again after i graduated high school so oh shit. Been, yeah it couldn't have been that Okay, but my point is is that summer was particularly weird, and um, I saw you that time, and then I remember one time you picked me up. I, I, I was coming from, like, New Orleans, and you picked me up in Silver Spring, and then yeah. CJ came. That was the second time I saw you, and then – what was the last time I saw you? And then it was New York. That was the last time I saw you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wait, speaking of Silver Spring – D- Davin, do you remember that one time we went to that hotel party in Silver Spring? Oh, yeah, yeah. That actually that crossed my mind the other day. I don't know why. Let's I talk about it, guys. Let's talk about it. Oh man, I don't damn, know. that was you, bro. <laughs> I don't even know. Do you remember? You remember that? Um, you remember my friend Dilpreet? No. Yeah. Davin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She. She like it was like her friend. It was like that. I don't even remember her name. I think her name was, like, Courtney or something. I don't know. I don't think that's what it was, but we'll say Courtney. And, like, it was, like, her birthday. She was having at this hotel in Silver Spring, and it was, like, a pretty nice hotel, but, like, like remember people were trying to, like, smoke in the room and, like, were being super loud and shit, and we had to dip? Everybody was just trying to, like, emulate the life of, of Wiz Khalifa for, you know, maybe two hours. <sighs> yeah, it was, like, yeah. It, it, and there was, like, so many people there, and, like... Yeah, that was weird. No, I remember uh, <laughs> she she had a a, tra- a train ran on her. <laughs> she did yeah. in in the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, there. That's where Adam was. <laughs> <laughs> he came yeah. out from behind the shower curtain. Yeah. Was like, All right, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's yeah. weird is like yeah. I don't remember I don't remember like where we slept, but I just remember taking them like taking my friend Dilpreet and then the the birthday girl home. But like, where did we sleep? On the floor in the like living room section of the hotel room. Dude, I don't even. Everybody else that. Had, like I must have been like so. I must yeah, have been, yeah. The floors yeah. out there. Pretty sure some people were sleeping in the bathroom. Like yeah, no, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Dev. Yo, real, real, real quick, real quick. Yeah. Yeah, you came to New Orleans two times. Definitely, like, some of the best times in my life. <laughs> Try to explain to Quincy what was going on in my life both times you came. Like, explain, like, the first time and then explain the second time. Oh, man, all right. The, the, first, the first time I got there, um, I remember that was the first time. I'd seen Nadiva again. She was doing well. And that was the first night I met Alyssa. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I first time I met yeah. Mark, too. Yeah, and that so was. I, I got there. Right. I think yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't remember what time it was, but um, you gave me a tour of your campus. Yeah, yeah. I I was it was nighttime. Around. It was nighttime. It was nighttime. Yeah. Okay. 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 So it was yeah. nighttime. And then the following day, right? You give me like a daytime tour of your campus. <laughs> I'm just walking around, like, oh my god, <laughs> all these people are so fucking beautiful. Jesus. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I was. It was. It was. It was wild. Yeah. And. um you yeah, did say that. I remember we were in the lunchroom, and you were like, "Everybody here's so attractive," and I was like, "Yeah, like it's amazing." No, yeah. and then uh, you took me for like some, uh, some uh, what was it? Vietnamese food. Oh yeah, yeah. We went to Bai Chi. We went to Bai Chi. Did we get yeah. drunk there? Did I get drunk and cause a scene at Bai? No. That was that was my main <laughs> place. That was my main place, Quincy. I had every like. I, I had one particular restaurant in New Orleans where I would just be a complete piece of shit, and it was it was it was this Vietnamese restaurant called Vai Chi because <laughs> because it was BYOB, so you could bring as much alcohol as you wanted there. So we would bring like handles of whiskey and just get completely shit faced, just keep ordering food and keep. Order. We'd be there for like three hours and just be so. <laughs> so wasted, but yeah, Davin, tell tell uh, tell more you also, about. You took me, you took me to PJs. You took me to like this like warehouse bar kind of thing, uh, where they were doing the promotions of like whiskey shots with uh, with beer for like four dollars or something. Yeah, yeah, like, whiskey and beer. That's in New Orleans. Yeah, that's in New Orleans staple. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Uh, I think you were still heading some kind of like a writers group or 
maybe starting a podcast with one of your your old cohorts or something. I don't remember exactly what was going on that first uh-huh. trip because you were still living uh-huh. in the dorms. Yeah, I was. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and the second time I came around, you had your own, you had your own like little place, a little flat shared with, um, I think two other guys or something. Yeah, tell tell so me about that time. There. That was yeah. that was cool because I brought a, a bottle of mezcal from uh, from Mexico. And yeah, so, like, the first night we just get there and uh, it's like, Evan, you got to try this. You never had this before. It's kind of like tequila, but it's so much better. Like, so okay, much better. Okay. So much better. All right. Mezcal. So much better, mezcal, bro, mezcal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's 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 like for anyone who has never had this drink before, it's like tequila. Like it still comes from agave, comes from the agave plant, but it has much more earthly sort of taste and flavor to it. And uh, you don't mix it with anything really. I mean, yeah, you can mix it with some things, but for the most part, you drink it straight. And yeah, we shot. just like, had you're it supposed straight. to sip on that stuff with like an orange or a lemon or something, and uh, usually with like some peanuts and salt. It's like in Mexico, they do this artisanal. They prepare this artisanal salt specifically for for mezcal drinks adam was just like nah fuck it i'm not sipping on this and he would just take it in shots and i was like oh okay all right <laughs> we're gonna be waking up tomorrow around like 3 p.m that's, that's fine <laughs> yeah what do you remember about that trip because i don't remember anything like what did we do like was i, I was i doing i was doing a lot of blow back then right i was a, yeah a lot of a lot of blow a lot of zannies yeah, and yeah. We were pretty much yeah. drunk like 24 7 24 7 9 a.m yeah. to 9 p.m all day it was like a full time job, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I remember. It was that. great though. We went to a strip club on, or not the strip club, but the um, damn in the French Quarter, the uh, uh oh, that 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 burlesque, yeah. And then and then you you said that you didn't you didn't recognize me there because I was just like yeah, you, like yeah, you just chanting. <laughs> Yeah, you said you were, like you when the girls were, me, man. Yeah, you said when the girls were stripping, I was just like being crazy, and uh, you you didn't even recognize. He said, "Yo, Quincy." He said he literally didn't even recognize me. He was like, "I don't know <laughs> who he was, who you were anymore." Um, yeah, no, that turn into something else. Man. <laughs> no, that club it was some kind of metamorphosis. <laughs> no, that club um, only was there for like one year. Uh, like after oh, really? you left, yeah, that first time you came that year, it closed down. It was open for a year and closed. The second time you came, you were we were mostly doing uptown stuff, and that was like during New Year's. I remember yeah. you came, so we went to we went That's to right. um we went to that bar with Sally. Do you remember Sally? Yeah, yeah. And do you remember yeah. do you remember Merritt and Sally? Do you remember we of went course. to? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the second time you came. I remember that because yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember Sally really liked you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's cool. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was pretty man. cool too. You guys still in contact or yeah? No, no, uh, no. I no, I think she's you know she's living her life. You know she's doing good. All right. Um. Yeah. 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 No, New Orleans so, was insane. Yeah. No, you you I did it two back. times. Yeah, you did it two times. It's crazy. I, I um. So Quincy. Uh, when did yeah. you come to Los Angeles, man? When? Yeah. Bro, never. <laughs> what? It's in the same country. It's nah, in the same country. Never. <laughs> Dude, what? Come on, bro. Come on, Dude, I'm, I'm, strictly, yeah. I'm strictly East Coast, man. I can't fuck with y'all niggas out there. No, nah, I, feel, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, a part of me feels like a fake-ass nigga for going from the East Coast. <laughs> no, nah, real talk. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. I actually feel fake that I live in LA, but I'm from the East Coast. Like that—that's not cool, you know. Yeah, bro. Actually, like you should probably just like come back, bro. Here's my thing. I gotta—I gotta get a bag out here. I gotta get a couple of sticks out here. I gotta get a couple bills out here, and then I'll literally leave forever. I, I don't. Here's the thing. I don't respect California, and everyone listening to this podcast should hear this. I don't respect <laughs> California. I don't respect the cultures here. I don't respect the people. I, all of this is low tier. Like what? Like it, it's it's the laziest version of an American society. The East Coast and the Midwest are by far superior. Uh, but you know, there's good politics out here, and there's good weather. There's good weather out here. So I'll say that. I mean, I'm I'm just kidding. I'll probably come out there when it's not like fucking 
World War Z out there. Yeah, it's World War Z right now. Yo, Davin, talk about San Diego. Talk about San Diego the last time we saw each other. San Diego was pretty crazy. Uh, we were camped out. <laughs> we were camped out. We were camped out. Yo, we were camped out. Yeah, his auntie's like basement. <laughs> There's no basements in California. We're in the converted garage. We're in the converted garage. That's where we were. Yeah, we're the there's no basements garage. in California. No, there's no basements in California. It's because of uh, earthquakes. I'm pretty earthquakes, sure. yeah. Not, yeah this shit will kill your ass. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yo, imagine just chilling in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> the earth runs through your ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's like lower. Lo- there's like a you know people have houses where like they have their main floor on you know basically on a platform and then they have the like basement on the actual ground floor like that's that's real but they don't have underground basements like we do in the east coast yeah, um, weird. yeah yeah they don't yeah no i mean they're they're inferior like california sucks <laughs> they're inferior oh my goodness <laughs> apparently i just looked it up there's like it's like really rare. So like, if you have a basement in California, you clearly just are balling because you can just replace that shit. Yeah, exactly right. Like, yeah, you could get a basement if you're fucking Dr. Dre. Like, I'm sure they'd build you a basement if you asked for one. But most houses don't come with them yet. Damn. It's pretty mm-hmm. smart, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, safety first. Right. So guys, I mean, we're almost at an hour here. Um, Quincy, is there anything you want to say to the bitches out there? Yo, yo, one thing, yo, Buffalo, I'm coming, baby. No, no, real thing, Davin. Don't you remember when Quincy used to be the maestro of all the scene girls? Like you know, yeah, you know, you know the maestro. Yeah, you know, like you know the guy that like that like like in in the band, the conductor of the orchestra, like but like has that stick that like. You know, like makes everybody play the the, the same to yeah. the same beat. That was Quincy. The conductor? That, yeah, the conductor, yeah. <laughs> you were, <laughs> Yo, you were the literal conductor of scene of scene bitches in Howard I don't County. Think, I don't think that's true. I don't remember that. I don't remember it like that. But I mean if you say it then it Davin does. Davin Davin. Yeah, I'm sure Davin. from I'm sure from yeah. his perspective it wouldn't seem that way, but from the outsider's view it definitely yeah, just was, being objective, yeah, that's, that's really what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. That's what it was, dude. Damn, homie. I mean, like, now I'm like, see, it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not disappointed at that, that fact coming from y'all's perspective. I'm just bummed I don't remember it, because, like, I feel like that would have been cool, like, to have fun. You just weren't, <laughs> you just weren't yeah. paying attention. We all knew, like, what was good, and you just, Damn, you, were, you were always denying. If you it. know, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, but in closing, uh, anything else you guys want to say? Anything? Anything big? Um, yeah, hope everyone's staying safe and healthy. Yeah, fuck COVID nineteen. Um, stream spill on Spotify and Apple Music. Yes, yes. All right, that's it. That's it. <laughs>